You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello and welcome back to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm Adam Rosen. I hope you've been enjoying what you've been listening to. And if you have, please take a moment to review, rate, and share this podcast with someone that you believe may benefit from the information. It's viewers like you and listeners like you that using those ratings and reviews will help other people find this podcast. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about exercise and the importance of exercise. You know, there's so many benefits to an exercise program Uh, But I find a lot of the people that I meet and take care of are really starting out on that path. These are people that aren't exercising or have stopped exercising due to pain or are afraid to start exercising because they're afraid that it may do harm or damage. So I've talked about this on a few of my other episodes, but first and most important, yes, you need to exercise. Even if you have pretty advanced arthritis, the act of moving the joint and strengthening the muscles around that joint will actually help that joint. And there are so many health benefits as far as controlling your blood pressure, stress, anxiety, diet, nutrition, improving your sleep habits. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So exercise is really important. However, the big mistake that I see a lot of people do is, especially this is in the beginning of the year when people decide, hey, I'm going to start exercising. They exercise too hard, too fast. Um, So first and foremost, if you're going to start an exercise program, Let's make this a lifelong change, in which case it is okay to start slow. And I'll have my patients typically in the beginning exercises, I've talked about what's called the straight leg raise exercise. So for my patients that are starting from scratch, you know, I'll have them do the Monday, Wednesday, Friday straight leg raise, just a strengthening exercise. And then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I'll start with an activity, something aerobic, like a walk or a bike. And I will have people start with just five minutes. And again, the goal there isn't really to go out and start an exercise program tomorrow for working out at an hour's pace, but it's really to create the habit and to make sure that you're going to wake up every day and you're going to go out and you're going to walk five minutes or you're going to get on the bike for five minutes. Or if you have a rowing machine or a pool, just do something for five minutes. And then the next week, make it 10 minutes. So on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, you take a 10-minute walk, a 10-minute bike ride, a 10-minute row. All of those things will start to build up. And then the third week, 15 minutes. Fourth week, 20. See the, the repetition, really trying to get up to maybe doing it for a half hour. And that's one exercise. So now we've kind of started the system into getting into the habit of exercising. People will say, well, shouldn't I just go to physical therapy? And There are some really great therapists out there, and there's some injuries and surgeries where people can really benefit from physical therapy. However, in people that have arthritis and they haven't exercised, I find more often than not, someone gets sent to physical therapy in the hopes that it's going to make them better. The therapist works out with them for an hour, and then they're in pain for two or three days. And their thought is, well, that's silly. I don't want to do that again. That hurts. So I always talk to people about starting slowly because it may not be any one of those exercises that the therapist had you do that caused the problem. It may have been one, 
but you don't know that because you did maybe 20, and it may have just been too much too soon. So I kind of use the analogy of a little child when you start them on foods. You know, you don't give a kid at one meal strawberries and avocados and peas and sweet potatoes and a whole bunch of other foods, and then he breaks out in a rash, and you call the, the pediatrician and say, hey, my kid's got this rash. Well, what did you feed him? Um, everything. So if you start slow and you start with one exercise you may find that that exercise works well for you. And now after a few weeks, you add a second exercise and then you're doing okay. And then a few weeks later, you add a third exercise. You know what? The next day I had pain. Well, maybe it was that exercise. So let's modify it. The beauty is there's thousands of exercises or variations. And that's that's where I think if you find a great therapist, they will work with you and they will start extremely slow. And the hard part is trying to let the patient know that they're getting something out of this, even though we're starting slow. And by doing one or two exercises and building up that exercise and making sure that you have the proper form, and then as you develop some strength and mobility and stamina, you add in another exercise, it will be helpful. But when you go somewhere and you get 20 exercises and you do them all and you're in pain, it's going to be really hard to know, again, which thing caused the symptoms or was it just a combination of all of the above and too much too soon. So starting with an exercise program is, is really important. So if we start with the strengthening, and again, the details on that straight leg raise that I keep mentioning, if you go back to the first episode, I talk about that straight leg raise exercise and there's even a little handout on my um, website where you can pick out the picture, but it's a pretty straightforward exercise. If you're doing that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then this bike or walk or rowing machine, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, now a number of weeks or months down the road, you've gotten up to working at a half hour. That's great. Uh, Maybe a half hour at one time is too much. Well, let's maybe do 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the afternoon but you're starting that process. And now, once you've gotten into this habit of I'm doing a little bit of strengthening and a little bit of aerobic, let's start adding some other things in. Why? Well, if you do the same exercise over and over and over again, it gets really boring. I mean, there are some people that, you know, they have the same routine that they've done for 20 years and that works for them. But I find for a lot of people, it gets boring. But more importantly, the idea of cross-training is really helpful and beneficial because it uses different muscles in different ways. It's interesting that even if you look at a lot of professional athletes, you know, you think, oh, the the pitcher or the quarterback, you know, the the basketball player, the ice hockey player, all of those people, you would think that they started at a young age and just practiced and practiced and practiced this one sport. And actually for a lot of professional athletes, they actually didn't play just that one sport. Some of them don't start that sport until later on in high school or college. And the idea there is that if you're a young athlete and you're playing different sports throughout the year, different seasons, one, you're a more well-rounded, physically fit individual, two, you're using different muscles in different ways, but three, and most importantly, they were less likely to get injured. You know, when you get a pitcher at a young age, you know, and dad thinks he's going to be, you know, the next pitcher in the World Series, and he pitches him all year long and has pitching coach after pitching coach after game after game, what happens at a young age in a growing athlete is they get injuries. And the same thing can happen for us as adults, that if you work out the same muscle group or the same exercise over and over and over again, sometimes you can get an overuse phenomenon and an injury. So it's really, really important, and I'll talk to people that I'll say, hey, listen, you know, if you're going to go to the gym, say, for exercise, whenever gyms open back up, or you have lots of options, and you're doing your aerobic sort of workout 
three days a week. You know, one day go for a walk, one day go for a bike ride, one day go for a swim, or maybe you have an elliptical or something different. So you're doing different activities on different days. And you might do that, say, hey, for this week, I'm going to do walking and next week I'm going to do my biking. And that's okay too. But by modifying it, you're using different muscle groups in different ways and you're not going to get bored. And the other important thing there too is as you're doing different muscle groups, what you may find is by using different muscles in a different way. So even though you might do an exercise for your quad muscle, but this one's on a machine and this one's with the knee straight and this one's lying down or this one's sitting up, you're going to be activating that muscle in different ways and different forms. And that's going to lead overall to better health of that muscle. So if you have exercise options, so some of you may have some online options, that's a great thing. Once you get further along where you're pretty physically fit and able, then you can try different classes right now. So many places are offering classes online. So you can take different yoga classes, dance classes, karate classes, kickboxing classes, boxing classes, you know, just simple exercise, you know, aerobic exercise. If you have equipment at home, kettlebells classes, but even elastic band exercises. And for people that aren't that active or don't have the ability to do those higher intensities, a lot of chair exercise classes. So there's lots of different options that you can do. And by doing this, it keeps it fun. It keeps you kind of challenged because you're using different muscle groups in different ways. But overall, what you're going to start to find is that these muscles are going to work better. And what I find talking to a lot of people is once they get into an exercise program, they'll all say, I am sleeping better and I am eating better and I'm walking better because I'm standing upright. And at the end of the day, they have less soreness or achiness, even if they had a bad back or arthritis or other problems, because those muscles which support our body and support our joints are better toned and they're functioning better. So overall, this is going to make you a better, healthier individual. So taking all that you know into account, if you're at zero, that's okay. You got plenty of time. Let's start with one strengthening exercise, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, one aerobic exercise, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, just five minutes or 10 reps, depending on which one you're doing. And then over the weeks, add five minutes more on the bike or a five minute longer walk or five more or 10 more reps of some strengthening exercise, just one and one. And then once you get six to 12 weeks down the road and you've developed some strength and stamina, now we can start adding in other activities. So if you were walking, maybe try adding in a stationary bike. Or if you're doing one straight leg raise strengthening exercise, you might add an upper body exercise into the mix. So each of these things, you can start to incorporate a different body part. And using those muscles in different ways, you're going to strengthen the whole body. You strengthen the whole person. It's going to improve the whole being. Um, so it's a lot of information. Um, I really encourage that if you're not able to really just kind of jump into this by yourself, you know, that's where you can talk to a trainer, talk to a physical therapist, but be honest with them. Do not let them make you do too much too soon. You know, I always tell people if, if you have not exercised in a long time, especially if you have knee arthritis and the first thing a trainer or therapist has you do is a squat or a lunge, leave, go somewhere else. But if they're working on different muscle groups and the idea that you can build up to more higher intensity exercises, that's great. Um, but be honest with them that if something hurts, it should not stop. Um, and if you're having pain, especially more for two or three days later, 
what we call delayed onset muscle soreness. You just let them know so they can modify or tailor the approach to you and your body in the hopes that we can build this up down the road and improve that strength slowly over time. Um, and that's that's your plan. That's That's the goal to make you and your knee and your whole body better. So again, um, thanks for listening. Um, if you do have the time and you're enjoying the information, uh, please take a moment to uh, rate and review and share this information um, with someone that you think would benefit. And in this particular episode specifically, it's a whole lot easier if you have someone to exercise with. So if you know someone that's in the same boat and you just need a little kind of push to get you going, um, send this to them and let them know because I can almost guarantee those days where you're just a little less motivated to get out there and do something, that's going to be the day that your friend or partner is going to say, hey, you know what? We got to get going and vice versa. There's going to be days where they're not going to want to and you're going to be that driving force that says, nope, we're going to do this. We're going to feel better. So thanks again for listening. I'm Adam Rosen. Stay safe. You've been listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, stay safe.